This show is being broadcast on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Oh, we start the show with some sad news today. Icon Olivia Newton-John passed away mm. after um, battling breast cancer for a very long time. She is an advocate of fundraising and awareness and uh, lost her life in her early 70s yesterday. So I think all of us have a, an, an odd connection somehow. Tyler, I know that you performed yeah. in Greece in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jasmine Lane, you yeah. have a connection? The first time I met Tyler, he was dressed up as the guy from Greece. Well, there's the connection. There's my connection. <laughs> there you go. And I do a half decent John Travolta impression. So Grease Lightning. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, anyways, sad. we're gonna we're gonna start the show off today with a little uh, Olivia Newton John today. Uh, for those that are those that are from the older generation, will probably have a better memory. But the younger generation, just believe me when I tell you, she had quite the impact on the industry. So we'll we'll celebrate her life today. Other than that, we got some bomber tickets to win, landmark cinemas tickets and treats, that and more. Wheeler in the morning, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. We start now. <laughs> I'm impressed you still remember the choreography from uh, from that song, Tyler Carr. Thanks for performing that for us here this morning. Anytime. How do you have so much energy right now? I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's, it's I love that song. I really do. Yeah, celebrating the life of Olivia Newton-John here this morning. And if you don't know the woman, you probably know the name, Olivia Newton-John. O-N-J. She was uh, quite a, a large advocate uh, for uh, for women's health. Uh, especially breast cancer, something that she's been struggling with for a long time. And she uh, passed away comfortably in her home, which is the way I think all of us want to go someday. Uh, speaking of homes, this is uh, this is interesting. Man, remember when I told you after um, Trump lost <laughs> Biden in the presidential election? And that day I, I just I, I went and deleted everything. I, I was like, I'm not following this anymore. I'm not following that anymore. Like, it was a fun four years. Like, boy, oh, boy, was that ever a circus. That was fun, but I'm done now. Not gonna, not gonna follow that as closely as I did. Well, every once in a while, something pops up and goes, uh, goes. Hey, you should uh, check this out. And I look at it I'm like that. Ah, not interested. No thanks. Hey, you should check this out. You should check this out. It uh, might, might get you back into the uh, the circus. I was like, ah, that guy's not in office anymore. It's not that much fun. Oh boy, it's getting fun again. <laughs> did you hear the latest Tyler Carr? No, I told you I don't see politics on social media. The way Jasmine is giggling, I think she knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I read about this last night, and actually, it, it popped up in my uh, news feed this morning as well. So, you know, Trump's got that beautiful place, Mar-a-Lago, down in Florida. It's like his retreat. I mean, he spends a lot of his time in New York, but he's got a place down in Florida as well. Okay, good for him. Huge, massive resort. Well, not really good for him because the FBI raided it yesterday. <laughs> no way. Why? Uh, well, it depends who you ask. That's the thing. It depends who you ask. Like they raided it, it while he was there? No, he was in New York. So they just raided his house? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you even do with the warrant in that case? Just, like, put it on a sticky note on the front door? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that... Uh, now, there's... Th- this wouldn't have happened without major approval, very, very, very high up the chain in the Department of Justice and the yeah. FBI and in the White House and whatnot. Like, like, to invade a former president's home is unprecedented. But they have to have a reason... Like, what well, was again, the reason? 
Well, it depends who you ask. Well, then I'm asking you. What is the reason? Okay. Well, there's a few different theories here, okay? Number one is... <laughs> there's a lot of people that believe that the last six years, all the Democrats have been trying to do is to get rid of Trump however they can. And he's been talking about... He hasn't announced it yet, but he's been talking about running in 2024, oh, which, is, which is the next election. And they're doing everything in their power to stop that from happening. So what do they do? They raid his home just to kind of decredit him. And again, to say, oh, he's colluding and there's this and he's been doing bad things. January 6th, all the things in there. And so we broke into his safe and we're finding information and bad guy, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. I mean. Now, if you ask somebody else, why did they break into the home? Apparently he took... Uh, some stuff home from the White House. Oh. Like, 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 like you know, when you, uh, when you leave the office and all of a sudden you get home and you're like, oh, geez, I got an Energy 106 pen from Adam West's desk that I probably yeah. shouldn't have taken. I should, yeah. I should return that. Yeah. He just, he just kind of kept it. And some of them, according to uh, sources saying that it was stuff that they had said, hey, you need to bring that back. That needs to go back into the archives. And he's like, yay, I'll get to it eventually. And they got tired of wedding, so they sent the FBI in to raid his home. Did they find anything? <laughs> they, they they haven't uh, they haven't said that yet they, they they don't know but here's what a lot of people are finding interesting in this situation okay so you've got Hillary Clinton who everyone knows who was subpoenaed for her private server and her private hard drive with thirty three thousand emails on it and as soon as it got subpoenaed she went oopsies I accidentally hit the delete button that's so weird hmm okay bye. <laughs> And they never investigated it. This is There's why never... I can't deal with the politics. It is too much. There was never an investigation. There was never an FBI raid. There was never a Department of Justice inquiry into it. Hunter Biden's laptop, which I was, was just going to say that as, one. Yeah. Yeah. Which was written off as Russian, uh, Russian. It's a R- Russian disinformation. And then it became like, no, no, this is real. Never an investigation. Never raided so what by you're the telling FBI. Me is all of them suck. Well, what I'm telling you is right now it seems to be a. It seems to be a bit of a banana republic where the government is weaponizing its arms of justice to mm. invoke their will rather than actually using it for what it should be used for. Mm. I hope they found you know? something. Well, I mean, countries that do this, you know, we, we've, we've criticized Russia and Ukraine who have both jailed uh, political adversaries where Putin will go, ah, I don't want him running against me. Make up something, throw him in jail. You know what I mean? Hmm. So, like, like in, in North America, we usually have more of a open democracy and an open judicial system where it's supposed to be fair, innocent until proven guilty. And now it just seems like they're working towards that. Where that just, raid was huge. Oh, no. It was a huge mistake <laughs> it was a huge is what it was. Raid. It was a huge mistake. <laughs> There's a lot of people with uh, the raid that happened that are saying that Trump had actually, there was a number of documents that he had reportedly ripped up and tried to flush down the toilet. Oh, that was in the White House. <laughs> oh, that was in the, that White was House. In the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Yeah, what did they, they, <laughs> He's they like actually. He's such a big kid. Like, I'm like, you're a grown up. Light it on fire. Put it in a garbage bin. But what do you do? You're like, meh. <laughs> you rip it up and throw it in the All toilet. I'm thinking of is that Family Guy episode where it's Peter Griffin and he's <laughs> at the White House and he meets Donald Trump and he's literally in his office hitting the Coca-Cola button or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he That's, has one of those. Yeah, yeah I'm one. aware. I'm aware. Well, no, Je- now, Jasmine, think about that on the other side, though. So the Democrats sent plumbers in to tear apart the plumbing to pull out whatever. They, they, they basically went through his poop 
and they found papers. They're like, it has his writing on it, but we can't read it because it's all soggy and whatnot. But we probably it was probably something important. Like, but they have, but but they can't tell what it was. All sides of it are ridiculous, right? Like, so you got to you got to point out one ridiculous as much no, as you do the other. They're absolutely insane, and you know what? If there's some validity to them deciding to do that, sure. But why do you want? Why? Because they hate them. Like they it's hate just him it's that so, much. It's so crazy to waste the resources into that. Oh, the, remember we spent <laughs> four years of his entire presidency, or the United States spent four years of his entire presidency trying to push this uh, steel dossier and Russian collusion, and there was there was nothing. There was absolutely nothing. Well, I appreciate the update, but now I'm over it. So thank you. Okay. Fair enough. I'm glad we got out of the way nice and early. Podcast crowd, there you go. You yeah. got yourself a little tidbit right off the top of the so show. No, actually, that's right. enough for the week, I think, for me. Uh, well, hey, listen, unless, uh, yeah, unless they send uh, the Navy SEALs after him to take yeah. him down, we'll, we'll report on that. Okay. Unless somebody uh, gives him a, a tan remover wipe, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Sponsored by Vernos Auto Body. You can find them at the top of the waterfront. Full mechanical and courtesy cars are available. You are part of the family at Vernos Auto Body. Well, sometimes in life, things just don't go according to plan. There's a man in Florida. Came home from work one day. A Florida man? Yeah, Florida man. Just for you. Uh, He was shocked when he came home and he found people in his house robbing him. So what does he do? He does what any of us would do. He runs out to the front lawn, dials 911 immediately. But by the time that officers had arrived, the burglars had already darted out the back lane, carrying whatever they could from his home, and uh, cops couldn't find them anywhere. They were gone. But while the cops were finishing up their police report with him and asking him, you know, what time did you get home, sir? What have you noticed? Were they violent? Can you give us a description? They noticed that the homeowner, his name's Philip, Philip from Florida, was acting a little odd and not in a way where it was just due to the stress from the situation. Like, he just seemed a little high. So (laughs) they decided to search him. And uh, even though they came to help him after a burglary, they ended up arresting him instead of the robbers for felony possession of cocaine. Oh. So now he's well, charged and now lost he's stuff charged from and his robbed. house. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. It sucks. <laughs> Maybe you could have waited until you weren't high anymore to call the cops. I don't know. I guess in the moment you want to call as soon as possible, but... Yeah, I don't know. It reminds me of that old tale of a uh, older gentleman and a young man who get into a car accident, and the young boy uh, is all frazzled and shaken. And the old guy comes over, and goes, "Hey, don't worry about it. We'll just wait for the police to get here." He's like, "I have so much anxiety right now. I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to handle this." And he's shaking. And the old guy goes, "Listen, I got a bottle of whiskey here in the car. Just take a shot of this and relax a little bit." So after a couple shots of whiskey, the kid starts cooling down a little bit. And he says, okay, great. Thanks a lot for that. He goes, no problem. They're probably going to breathalyze both of us. So good job. Oh, that's <laughs> savage. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Well, here's some good news finally about the healthcare system. That's coming up in just a bit. First, Top Gun Maverick has officially surpassed the Titanic and become the seventh highest grossing movie of all time mm-hmm. at the domestic box office. Well deserved. Whoa. One of the things that always blows my mind with that is, is it what? I just find it hilarious because 
if it was scored by anybody he else, he wouldn't care at all. Would no. not he would care at all. Would not That's have not even true. seen it. I would, that is I, that is one hundred percent. That is hundred percent true. I went to go see it because everybody was telling me it was a good movie in theaters, and no. I even said in my review, shush. I, I even said in my review that even if it wasn't scored by Gaga, I would have still cried at those same moments. I don't think that you would have been as passionate about it. You don't know my life. I know you pretty yeah, well. We and and what? So what if I'm passionate about because it's Gaga? Why that's, you gotta come for me? Fine. You're well, be passionate. We love the passion. You didn't even go see it. So you don't get an opinion. (laughs) Mean. Both of you bullies. Look at him. So listen, listen. Star Wars. Star Wars, still the number one grossing movie of all time. Tyler, uh, what do you think about that? I don't care about that at all. See, doesn't care. Why isn't that well-deserved? Why is that well-deserved? It it is, obviously, because they made the money. (laughs) So it's deserved to be at number one. It's well-deserved to be there because they made the money. Okay. All right. God bless. Text line, come after them, Our please. Our Lord and Savior, Gaga. Oh my God, Blessed I can't. Be the fruit. Finish this. <laughs> now I'm done. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, it, it always blows my mind with stuff like this because the Titanic has been around. T-Car, you know the answer to this. When was the Titanic released? No idea. I thought you knew. Um, I don't know, 96 or something. But so the Titanic has been around for so long. And so to have a movie that was just released surpass those numbers already is incredible. Yeah, that I agree with. Like that, whoa, that's insane the amount of And that's not worldwide, that's just domestic. Yes, yes. Yeah. Who are the best rappers in the world right now? Well, according to Drake, it's Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj. It's the greatest city in the world. I'm standing on stage with the greatest rapper of all time. And I'm standing on stage with the other greatest rapper of all time. She's over there with a pink hair. Also, big shout out to all the fans of Drake and Nicki Minaj and Lil Wayne that uh, in Toronto, their concert ended at the exact same time as Lady Gaga's and all the homophobic slurs that they really? said to everybody downtown. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. Stop. It was That's really nasty. That's not real life. Yeah, it was. What the hell do people even have to say? Yeah, because like- both concerts ended at the same time and everybody was migrating downtown to walk around. Yeah. And there were like big groups of all of us, and it was so disgusting. It was really sad. Oh, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj is getting a uh, VMA Vanguard Award. Yeah. Okay. Is that a big deal? No, just trying to change the subject. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, changing the subject yet again. Yay, more poo poo pee pee. So E. coli counts are so high at West Grand Beach that water advisory signs have been put up. Uh, it's important if you do want to go in the water that you check what the levels are online because the signs now are staying up until the end of the season, but there will be some days and potentially even weeks where they are safe to swim in. The next report is going to be posted on Friday just before the weekend. And I don't know. I mean, when the safe level of E. coli is 200 per 100 milliliters of water or millimeters, I don't know. Um, I... Do I really want to be swimming in more E. coli than I do water? Not particularly. And if it is varying so much because it is already so high, do I really want to be swimming in the water on the off chance that that particular day it's not as high as it was the day before? (sighs) Not really. They just be happy you have a beach. (sighs) The U of M. What are you complaining about? You got a beach. I have a. It looks pretty. I have a giant porta potty. That's what I have. Yeah. Right. (laughs) 
The U of M is going in guns a-blazing to get more nurses in our hospitals, of which we are so desperately short of right now. They plan on teaching 50% more as early as next school year. The nursing program is adding a third intake. And trust us, these spots are getting Filled. A lot of there's been a lot of speculation that maybe because of the pandemic and because of all the things that we've heard about what it's really like to be a nurse right now, that people are not applying. But it seems to be quite the opposite. People are very eager to get in and help and and try to reduce some of the strain on the current nurses that we have. Uh, this program for the fall alone had 447 applicants, which is a huge jump. Back in 2019, we only had 280. So that's a massive deal. Yay, thank you. Good luck in your hearing, studies. I've, I've been hearing rumors about walk-in clinics shutting down because uh, staff are walking out. Yeah, it's awful. It's it's very, very awful. So, um, yeah. Hopefully, though, with more people, some of that stress can be relieved. I don't know. Energy News Feed is sponsored by Intercity Auto Body, your quality auto body destination, offering auto pack direct repair to remedy your situation. Visit intercityautobody.com. Toronto Blue Jays played game one of a three-game set with the Orioles in Baltimore last night. Top of the third, Jays down 3 nothing with Biggio at the plate. John Schneider kind of rotates guys in and out of the lineup as he drives the ball to right center field. Still going back, and it's good! for Biggio to get the Blue Jays on the board. Blue Jays. Blue Jays played catch-up all night with no mustard as the Orioles relish a 7-4 win. Nothing? No. Nothing on that? Mm Mm-mm. You don't get reactions from me for the rest of this. Oh, Tyler. We love Lady Gaga. Dave came up with Gaga clock. I'm not giving him any... Nope. Game two goes tonight. (laughs) 6-0-5 opening pitch. This should make my brother-in-law Rick happy. The Boston Bruins have re-signed Captain Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci to one-year deals. Both players were on the 2011 Bruins team that won the Stanley Cup. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I told you about uh, Edmonton Oilers owner Daryl Katz, who had uh, an appropriate relationship with a former ballerina. Those have been withdrawn because apparently she wasn't a minor during the alleged interaction. Evidence verified by her attorney's office shows that she was 18 at the time of the encounter and while the text messages were going around. So, no harm, no foul. Hmm. Canada kicks off its World Junior Lacrosse Championship bid today right here in Winnipeg. Canada and the USA will play 8 p.m. tonight at Canada Life Center in downtown Winnipeg. I'm going to repeat that for those that says, what do they say about World Juniors in Winnipeg? World Junior Lacrosse is going on right here in Winnipeg. Canada and the United States play tonight at 8 p.m. Tickets are available to buy online or at Canada Life Center's box office. Six teams vying for the title include Canada, USA, Australia, Israel, Poland, and the Haudenosaunee, which is a Six Nations team also known as the Iroquois Confederacy, which I think is pretty cool. More lacrosse action further from home is at the Canada Summer Games and the Manitoba U-17 girls team stay undefeated with an 8-1 win over Prince Edward Island yesterday. The Bisons will take on New Brunswick later on today. Layla Fernandez was pushed to the brink at the National Bank Open in Toronto yesterday. This time it's out. The home hope survives a big scare. This young star is sparkling in Toronto. 6-4-6-7-6-3 win for the Canadian. Dennis Shapovalov on the men's side was suspended due to rain and will resume today. That's tennis for those that uh, didn't figure that out. 
Music news you can use with Dave Wheeler. For August 9th, 2022. During a casual trip to Ireland this week, Louis Capaldi linked up with Niall Horan, who is a longtime friend and occasional tour mate of Capaldi's, to do some busking on the streets of Dublin. We're on Grafton Street, one of the two main shopping lanes in Dublin city centre, performing a short, unannounced set of acoustic jams with local busker Jacob Koopman. Megan the Stallion has posted a cryptic image to Instagram, with fans believing it to be a not-so-subtle hint about the title of her new album. This past Friday, Stallion took to Instagram to share the definition of traumazine, which is, quote, the chemical released in the brain when it is forced to deal with painful emotions caused by traumatic events and experiences, unquote. There was no caption alongside the post, although fans believe Traumazine is set to be the title of Stallion's second album. Yesterday, Stallion teased the record's release, writing, quote, It's nearly that time. On her Instagram stories before explaining how, quote, My album jerking me between feeling mean and sexy, unquote and added that she's really got some of the baddest women on her new album. And finally, Doja Cat has responded to fans who asked her if she was okay after she shaved her head and then later her eyebrows on Instagram Live. On Friday, she went back on live to talk about how much she dislikes the comments sent after she sported her new look. It's so funny. All the Terry Joes and the country girls, all the country girls in my in my chat are, are you okay, sis? Um, are you okay? Sis, like, are you okay, baby? I'm fine, Terry Joe. I'm just fine. I'm doing bandy. Last week, Doja Cat also made headlines for ranting against her fans and claiming that, quote, Twitter isn't letting me reply to anything now, unquote. That's music news you can use for August 9th, 2022. For more music news, subscribe to music news you can use on your podcast app. I'm Dave Wheeler. Can we have a quick uh, chat about Doja Cat? What do you want to chat about? Well, getting kind of worried about the girl. Yeah. It's just, it's sad because uh, I hope she's okay. She says she's okay. So to me, if somebody says they're okay, I have to believe that. Because if they're saying they're okay, then I, I, I can't just assume the worst. But yeah, but you gotta fame look is also record. really hard. We've seen well, that. It is, and that's my big concern because some people handle it better than others. And if you look at her track record lately, she's been in the news for kind of all the wrong reasons yeah it's sad i I, i'm I'm sure she's i'm sure she's got a lot of people in her life though and i'm hoping that they step forward and really help her out yeah but hear me out on this and i mean we have gone through a period of time now where we advocate for mental health and when we see signs we're supposed to step in and say hey Mm -hmm. what we're seeing is not conducive for a healthy lifestyle and what we're seeing in doja cat is not conducive of a healthy lifestyle 
when she comes out and says, I'm rich, I'm fine. That's not the answer you're looking for when somebody's asking about your mental health based on some of the characteristics you've displayed over the past little while. Let's start back with the whole wanting to go after uh, Joe Quinn. Uh, is that his name? Yeah, the guy, uh, Eddie Munson mm-hmm. from Stranger Things. Oh, yes. Right? So she did that whole thing and then ripped the, the young dude and called him a whole bunch of names and then yeah, went that on wasn't Twitter. The vibe. Right, and then went on Twitter and told all of her fans that they were losers and ghouls and just awful, awful names. And then turns around and pulls a Britney Spears and shaves off all of her hair and her eyebrows, which is fine. You know, you, you, you do you. She looks beautiful when, still. She does. She's yeah, a stunning, she's stunning. stunning, striking woman. Yeah. But when fans are reaching out, it's going, hey, just checking in on your mental health. And she turns around and makes fun of them See, for checking in on our mental for health. For me, like if you are a, like if you have your A-list fans asking if you're okay, to me, that's like, okay, that might be a bit of a warning because they're the ones that follow and see everything, right? They're right. the ones that are watching her every move. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping she is okay. Oh, she's my age. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is a bit of a maturity thing. You know what, though, this even goes back further than than her trying to get with that guy from Stranger Things because remember how she had gone on this big big like tirade about how she didn't want to be famous anymore she was quitting yep. the music industry yep. she was done so I think right there that was probably our starting yellow flag and now it's progressed into like red flags but what do you do about it especially if you speak up and they don't care right and well, then if somebody's, if somebody's belittling you every time you try to be like, hey, are you okay? And then she's making fun of you in her videos, then people are going to stop checking in. Mm-hmm. I had a friend that I played hockey with who uh, unfortunately struggled with some pretty severe mental health. And when we went in as teammates to go visit him when he was in the, uh, uh, the hospital, the way he presented himself was very much, oh, guys, you wouldn't believe how they're treating me in here. Like, it's just, it's not right. Like, I'm... I, ha- I had an off day, and you know they're just—they're treating me like I'm this 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 criminal, and this is not the place to be. Like there are a lot of crazy people in here, and presented themselves as very coherent. Uh, but then you notice little things like uh, had his hands and feet completely covered the entire time. We're like, hey man, are you cold? He's like, no, I'm not cold, I'm not cold at all. But didn't want to present his feet or hands. Hmm. He was later he was later diagnosed with bipolar disorder. But when you see signs like this, it, it's just a. It's a tough situation because, I mean, how do you intervene? When do you intervene? Who intervenes? I'm just shocked that um, her team is still letting her do videos and stuff like that. Well, they're getting paid. Yeah. That's the gravy train, man. Yeah. But also, could this could she actually be fine and this is all just publicity and yeah. her just doing what she wants to do? Yeah. Is it the kind of publicity you want when you're calling out your fans and calling them names? I don't Absolutely know. not. But, I mean, you know, for her, if that's going to be her shtick, she'll see where that goes long term. But I don't know. It's uh, yeah, that's the thing with Hollywood is you never really know. You know, yeah. we can all speculate and have an opinion based on what we're given. But deep down, like she could have finished shaving off her eyebrows and head and then laughed because she was actually wearing like a prosthetic the whole time and it didn't actually happen. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you just like you just never know. I, I, yeah. I, again, my only hope is that she is okay. That's it. That's all. Well, I think this is a good reminder to uh, to check in on a friend every mm-hmm. once in a while. You know, check in on yourself. Maybe check in with a friend about yourself. Maybe check in with a friend about somebody else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's, it's just it's just sad i mean you see talent like this coming up and 
more often than not, we hear stories about young people coming up in the industry and just getting swept up in all of the temptations that are yeah. there. And it doesn't, you know, we've seen a lot of. Sean Mendez is a great example. There's a guy who yeah. recognized it and said, no, 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 I'm not going down that rabbit I'm hole. I'm so happy he did that. That's, yeah, yeah that's, it's, it sucks for the fans, but even online, like all of the support he got from that being like, no, mm-hmm. it's really good that you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen, if uh, you have any comments on this or, hey, if you, if you need us to check in on you, you can always contact us here at 204-452-1061. You can call the loud line anytime, 204 uh, Boy, I pulled a Biden there. Uh, it's a 1-800. Wow. one eight. I said no more politics today. <laughs> that wasn't politics. Uh, How do you know? It's a different Joe Biden. Whatever. <laughs> Loud line brought to you by Ski Collision and Glasses coming up in the second hour of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. That kicks off next. Energy 106. Oh, we're hitting Transcona. We're hitting it hard this hour of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait, what with Jasmine Lane later on this hour? The Loud Line, your voice on our radio station, and we kick it off as the only station in the entire world to give you guaranteed gaga. Let's go. The Loud Line, 204-478-8040. Hello. I just want to say how wonderful you guys are and how wonderful your guys' TikTok pages are. I think you should follow me back uh love you mom <laughs> mommy okay you thank can you. call the loud line about anything on your mind yeah, thank you so much appreciate it okay mm-hmm. so i uh i've been listening for a long time and i've never called the loud line before but someone was talking about the highway and using the left lane for being faster and that is one of my biggest pet peeves is people always say it's the fast lane the left lane is the fa- no the left lane is the passing lane. Passing lane. Yeah. It does not matter how fast you're going. If there is nobody for you to pass, stay in the right lane. Mm-hmm. Okay? Please, it just makes everything easier for those people who want to go faster. Like, yes, I know there are those guys who go like 140 in the big trucks, but like they shouldn't, but it stay in the right lane. Yeah. It, well, you, you go to the left lane, you pass people, and then you go back to the <clears> right lane. And then you just... Unless, you unless you're from Steinbeck. Why? Because <laughs> then you just drive anywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> or you're taking a horse and buggy. Yeah, you're taking yeah. a horse and buggy. I'm kidding, Steinbeck. I'm kidding. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, what's going on? Uh, long distance relationships. I've been in one now for going on 13 years. Uh, long distance truck driver. And uh, gone on the road two weeks, three weeks at a time. And then back home 36 hours. It's... Uh, it's difficult, it's yeah. tough, but you can make it work. There's texting, calls, FaceTime, whatever. We talk yeah. every day, we text every day. And uh, 13 years, someone is going to put up with me. That's, that's yeah. pretty damn good, I'd say. <laughs> it's each to their own. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, well, listen, if, if, if that is who I think it is, it's better off that you're on the road. I don't think she could put up with you for a long period of time if you were home. Well, and actually yesterday we were uh, we talked about long-distance relationships, and I got a message from somebody saying that sometimes long-distance relationships can actually create more love at the beginning of a relationship because you're not spending so much time together, and then you're building that up, and then when you see them, it's like super exciting every single time. So 
It's interesting. Uh, if you have any more stories you want to add, you can call the loud line, 204-478-8040. Yeah, so I heard Tyler talking about Lady Gaga, how she kind of came on a little later and had to, you're pretty much guaranteed to stand all concert. Mm-hmm. Give me a flashback when I, uh, officially, I believe I turned old. It was I guess I was around 38, 39, maybe 40. Um, Guns N' Roses came here with Axl Rose, and I think he was the only original member. Anyways, so my wife got me four seats, I and that. I got there, and apparently you had to... It was just, yeah, randomly go, there was no seats. And I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm sitting there for four or five hours. So I gave these younger kids, I guess they're probably in their 20s. I gave them my floor seats and they were just blowing away. They're like, no freaking way. I'm, yeah, I'd rather have your seats in section 106 and stand all, <laughs> all night. So yeah, that's when I felt old. Hmm. When, what year did they come? They were here okay, not well, long ago, but... No, no, this was when um, Axl Rose was still... Without Slash and the crew, like oh. he owned the rights to Guns N' Roses. I actually remember that show vividly because Axl Rose has a history of being very diva-ish. And if he doesn't want to do a show, he's like, ah, I don't want to do a show. He's like, oh, I'll go in after midnight. I'll just break curfew just to be a BA. And I was actually hired to go sit up in the PA booth just in case he decided to pull a diva move and broke curfew and couldn't do the show. I was going to have to say... Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. Please return to your point of ticket purchase Yikes. for a full refund. Yikes. But the show, show went on. It was good. Oh, okay. True story. When Guns N' Roses came here last time, we were backstage interviewing one of the openers, and Guns N' Roses has a very particular fan policy, which is that they don't need any. And so whenever they walk anywhere, they have a team of like 12 security guards that will walk down the hall before they do and shut every single door down the hall and they stand in front of it until Guns N' Roses finishes walking what? through. But I remember oh, I had to yeah. go to the bathroom and that, so I went to... What? Our, our door slammed and I was like, oh, oh, speaking of which, I have to go to the bathroom. So I walked up to the door and there was this giant, like six foot eight jacked dude and he's like, you have to wait, ma'am. They're walking down the hall. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Listen, if you allow people to act this way, they will act this way. That is mind-blowing to me. That is mind-blowing. Yeah, I don't know. This is my second call. I don't know if you guys played back-to-back calls on the same day, but Tyler was saying about Andy didn't know what that meant, so just reminded me of another story. One guy was uh, was stuck, so I went to go help him. Gentleman, and he's stuck, and I'm pushing him in the snow, pushing him, pushing Nothing's happening. And I'm like, for Christ's sake, man, you got it in, in for neutral. And he's like, no, I got it on P for push. Wow. <laughs> you can call the loud line anytime. Here's the phone number. In my hand, I hold today's tear-away-a-day calendar, a gift, a Christmas gift, courtesy of Mama Carr in Swan River, Manitoba. It's pretty saucy. If you're new to the show, it's a um, tear-away calendar full of really mean memes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're not mean. They're just real. For Tuesday, August 9th, 2022... If being sarcastic burned calories, I'd be transparent by now. (laughs) That's the trick. Mm. That's the trick. All right. Coming up here in the news feed, I'll tell you about uh, the World Juniors that are happening here in Winnipeg. Yeah, I said that right. The World Juniors that are happening here in Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you more about that coming up here in the next 15 minutes. Jasmine Lane will have the news feed. But we're going out to Flamingo County. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. (laughs) Going to where we, all st- where we all stand on one leg. Yeah, it's true. 
That's why I'm so good at it. Mm-hmm. You just uh-huh. Very balanced. It's not the yoga. It's his location. Mm-hmm. Right. It's where I live. Um, yeah, there's... Uh, obviously, you wouldn't know this, but uh, in Transcona, there is a Facebook group. It's very popular. And pretty much you join it the minute you move to Transcona, and it's called Transcona and Proud. So you join it, and everybody talks things Transcona, what's going on, the happenings. Um, it's pretty cool. It's just like a uh, little how, how long the lineup is at the Spike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, when, when the wings get thrown on at the Royal George. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Does Burger King have their milkshake fixed yet? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right. The important things. When is the new theater going to open? You know, all that. But there was a post done on it the other day, and I screenshotted it because I wanted to read it to you. And I wanted to hear your thoughts. Now, obviously, High Neighbor Sam, he just got a facelift. It was just before the um, High Neighbor Festival. They debuted his new look at the festival. They put him back in his spot. And it was the same High Neighbor Sam. He was just repainted. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, he looked nicer rather than his cracked paint that he had. Now, somebody took a picture of High Neighbor Sam, of uh, him after the facelift, and this is what they wrote. How is this supposed to be welcoming? I do not feel welcome with his cold, lifeless eyes staring into my soul. He makes me feel like he's trying to look underneath my clothing. I feel violated every single time I drive by him, and he haunts me in my dreams at night. I hate him. And they're talking about (laughs) High Neighbor Sam. And I'm going to be honest with you. I love High Neighbor Sam. I think he's great. I think he's very much a staple. I don't think he's creepy. But it made me think, okay, but what about people that are not in Transcona and they see High Neighbor Sam? What are your thoughts on High Neighbor Sam? And be honest. I want this to be like a transparent conversation and we'll burn some calories from it. I think High Neighbor Sam would be less creepy if he had a bit of a tan. Okay. <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah, he's super creepy. But it's but Really? It's, yeah, oh, Absolutely. Hi, neighbor Sam is like that that guy that lives across the street where your parents say, don't ever go over there and talk to him when okay. he's outside. That's okay. hi, neighbor Sam. But Listen, having said that, I on. recognize he's a staple, and that's yeah, cool. And, and I think like for somebody like myself, you know, I, do, I would say I see him like once a day minimum because I do drive that way. So for me, I'm used to seeing him, and I like it. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's hi, neighbor Sam. Like, you know, my friends and I, we liked it. We were very excited when he got his facelift, and he was put back. And I, I've never thought of him as being creepy. And this started a really big debate on Facebook on whether or not he's creepy or not. <laughs> okay. Okay, now hear me out on this. You, got, you have to know a little bit of the history. This thing was created in 1968. And this yeah. is not the golden boy. This is not sitting at the top <laughs> of the legislature building. This was just done by a local artist to throw it up to show some community pride. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this, it's not like somebody designed this in 2022 going, let's make something really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have to know the history of it. I mean, that was done in 1968 by hand. Yeah, which is really cool. It and is. the fact right. that it's been around that long and they finally just gave it a facelift. I'm like, it's awesome. I think that it's, I don't think it's creepy. I don't know. I mean, do I think that I could see him potentially in a horror movie? Yes. yes. Okay. But n- I like him. I think he's great. And I think it does show the community pride. I like it. Yeah. It's got history. Mm-hmm. It definitely could it use does. a little bit of an update maybe? Yes, but then it's not the OG. I think right. as long as they can keep that thing and keep restoring it and keep it up there, those that know, know, and those that are freaked out by it aren't welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. 
If you don't like it, get out. I don't know. I just thought I was like it was interesting because I, I've never heard or seen anybody use that uh, caption that I just read about High Neighbor Sam before. That was the first you, time I've seen that. throw up a picture, please, on yeah. whatever social media you can and uh, let people judge on our social media pages? Yes, I think that's a great idea. And okay. also text in 204-452-1061. <laughs> news feed, sports feed, music news you can use all coming up in the next 15 minutes. This is the News Feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Okay, so fair warning, this might trigger you a little bit, but very curious about your thoughts on something that Air Canada is facing backlash on right now. That's coming up after these stories. First, if you had all the money in the world, what would be something that you would buy that would mean a lot to you? Like one of those things where like you just you could never ever get it unless you had millions of dollars, but being able to get it would mean everything to you. I would buy a high neighbor Sam. <laughs> Dave? Run that by me again. I, I want to know the parameters. If you had all the money in the world, they say money can't buy happiness. What is one thing that you would buy that would have a lot of sentimental value maybe to you? Just some, one of those things where it'd be like, man, if I, could, if I owned that, my life would be complete. I'd buy the world a Coke. Oh, okay. You'd buy what? It's an old Coca-Cola ad. Oh. If you watch Mad Men, you'll know what I'm talking about. So Kevin Smith, who you might remember from Jay and Silent Bob, he recently used his riches Do to... Do I remember Kevin Smith? He's no. only... He only molded my entire adolescence and into my 20s for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know Kevin Smith. So he used all of his riches to buy something very important to him, and it was a childhood dream of his. And that was his dream... To own and live in a movie theater. So he actually went and bought the movie theater that he used to go to as a child with his dad when his dad would let him skip class and stuff like that. And he's going to be renovating it and using it as a theater. He's also going to use it as a live show location. They're going to be adding a film school into the same building. And he wants to have his dream of living above a movie theater. So he's also building an apartment which he plans on living in right above this movie theater in his hometown. That dude is so meta. Isn't that so, so cute? I love. So cute. That's so cool. John Legend's newest album drops on September 9th. Go pack your suitcase. Pack my suitcase. That was totally the wrong clip. It's fine. That was my bad. Uh, we'll just save that for later. Uh, <laughs> self-titled Legend. This is the first time that he's doing this too, saying that in order to feel comfortable with a self-title, he really felt like he had to live up to it and earn it. But he says he's at a point in his career now where he's confident and proud of the work that he's done, and he feels that he has earned that self-title, and he just wants to throw it in everybody's faces. What? Does he, wants, he actually quoted it saying, I just want to throw it in everyone's face? No. Oh. He said it much more eloquently than that. Okay. But that's the gist <laughs> I got from it. <laughs> yes, I'm John Legend. I'm the greatest, officially. Direct flights from Winnipeg to Phoenix and uh, Montego, Montego Bay, Jamaica, are starting up again. Is that where you want me to clip it? Okay. I said I screwed up. Okay. Go pack your suitcase. Pack my suitcase. There we go. <laughs> They're also going to have direct flights to Arizona on October 31st and then Jamaica on December 17th. So that will be nice. This is through WestJet when it comes to booking a vacation. It's not like you're going to have to worry about any annoying layovers. So uh, speaking of air travel, Air Canada 
they have faced a lot of staff shortages. Remember that video that went viral recently where they had like a 400 person lineup and two people working the desk. So they have been canceling and rescheduling a lot of flights, sometimes days after the initial departure date. But they say the reason for this change is due to safety related issues of the COVID-19 pandemic, which is why they don't have staff. But there's a lot of people after trying to submit the reimbursements and getting this message back that are fighting back, saying that this isn't a safety issue. It's that they failed to assemble a crew because they're understaffed and it has nothing to do with COVID at this point. It has to do with not having enough staff for the flights that they're scheduling and compensation is deserved when they bite off more than they can chew and have to cancel and totally screw over an entire airplane of people. Well, I heard that at Pearson Airport, they were laying down yoga mats for people who were told that, oh, your flight's just delayed, it's just delayed. No. And it's like, yeah, yeah, then it's just completely canceled. So they just mm-hmm. laid down yoga mats for them and they were delayed 18 hours. Yeah. Some no. people are yeah. even accusing Air Canada of exploiting the pandemic so that they don't have to pay up for an error of theirs. So like they're doing the yoga mats so people can just sleep? Yeah, so, yeah, so people have a place to lay down. That is what? <laughs> yeah. And and don't and don't forget, listen, I'm not gonna sit here and rag on Air Canada, but don't forget that they got bailed out. They got bailed out once upon a time by the federal government. And yeah, it's just it's frustrating. It it's it always seems to go in their favor. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying. I will say Tyler and I recently flew Flair and it was a wonderful experience. Yeah, I, I just got back from Toronto again and both my flights were on time with no hassles whatsoever. So I mean, I don't think it's all bad, but yeah. Definitely not all good when, either. When it's not good, it apparently is not good. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Oh, wait, what? Sponsored by Vernos Auto Body. You can find them at the top of the waterfront. Full mechanical and courtesy cars are available. You are part of the family at Vernos Auto Body. Picture this. You're at your lemonade stand. You've made some good sales today, you know? We're talking over $100 in sales just from your local residents popping by giving you a dollar for your lemonade for a kid that's like winning the lottery by the way a hundred dollars as an adult you're like cool so this only puts me at negative 87 now um (laughs) but then this one man comes up and he orders a number of lemonades from you but he only has a hundred dollar bill to pay with so he's like hey uh, like i want to pay you in change unfortunately all i have is this 100 but i'll buy some lemonades for like me and the family and stuff i have some people in the backyard i'll get some for all of us can you break this 100 hundred dollar bill though can you ask your parents and you as the child you're like oh no i actually made over a hundred dollars in sales today so i'll just we'll just do a little switcheroo and i'll keep your bill Everything's all good. Here you are with a nice, shiny $100 bill in tow. And uh, then all of a sudden, your mom comes out. And she's like, what is that in your in your lemonade jar? And uh, you realize that the money that he gave you was actually a counterfeit $100 no. bill. So, so he gave you fake money. And you, in turn, handed over almost all of your money that you actually made that day. Oh. <clears throat> So, thankfully, though, because uh, this happened to a 12-year-old boy recently, thankfully, the internet is a really great place, and GoFundMe has already raised him over $9,000, Wow! which so. his parents are putting in a bank account yeah. for college. Police are still looking for the suspect who tried to scam this little boy. Hmm. Haven't been able to find him yet, though. Pretty impressive that the parent could recognize the counterfeit bill. 
yeah. in a jar. Also that. I mean, it was, like, I mean, for all we know, it was Monopoly money that was in there. Don't bring that up. That brings up a really bad memory. I had a very oh. harsh lesson in consumerism when I was about seven years old because I sold off all of my toys and I only accepted Monopoly money. Oh my God, Dave. <laughs> I, had to go back, I had to go back door to door in my neighborhood and reclaim all of my stuff. It was so embarrassing. Oh my God. And, and people actually you gave you Monopoly money and you oh, yeah. took your... Their oh, th- took full advantage of my idiocy. <laughs> did you think that Monopoly money was a real currency? Yeah, sure did. Oh, I, that's really huh. cute, but also really dumb. Imagine if all of us yeah. just hid our money inside a board game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no now more I, under gotta, the mattress. Now I got to find a new place to hide my life savings. Thanks, yeah. Jasmine. Energy 106. Okay, primetime crew, we're unloading all of our giveaways on you this hour. Winnipeg Blue Bomber tickets for Thursday night's rematch against the Montreal Alouettes. And we got Landmark Cinemas tickets and treats. That's all coming up in the first half hour. We got the loud, or sorry, we got the yeah, the loud line coming up a little towards the end of the hour. We'll do the news feed and the sports feed, and we're kicking off this hour in a tribute to Olivia Newton-John with a little class. What are we doing? We doing Greece or are we doing physical? Yeah, we're doing Greece. All right, let's do Greece. Oh, little Olivia Newton-John from the Greece soundtrack, who uh, unfortunately lost her life in her early seventies after a long battle with breast cancer. She was a huge advocate for uh, awareness for women's health, and uh, yeah. She'll be missed. She was an I- icon. Mm-hmm. The word is thrown around a lot lately. It belongs there. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Absolute icon, Olivia Newton-John. Also, John Travolta's post was really sweet. It was. It was really, really sweet. Well, you got to think. Those two, uh, you know, kicked off their careers together, right? Mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. in 1978 when Greece came out. So, yeah, it's... You get to that age and you start losing friends like that, it's, uh, it's not easy, so... 8.05, the current time. My name is Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. Speaking of movies, we'll have tickets and treats to Landmark Cinemas coming up in 15 minutes. But first, before we give away Winnipeg Blue Bomber tickets, oh, baby, Thursday night, the rematch against the Alouettes Bombers are perfect on the season thus far. Alouettes are going to try and spoil that this Thursday. So make sure you go there in full force. Get there early for some tailgating. The specials mm-hmm. are on. We got the poutine in the house. Yeah, the southern poutine. Putin. Oh, Putin. There's cake. Come on. There's pulled pork on it. Oh, pulled wow. pork, gravy, barbecue sauce, green onions, cheese curds, all of the above. Amazing. Poutine and pulled pork. Putin. Next level. Mm-hmm. Truly. And it's going to be available at concession stands August 11th, game day only. By the way, uh, the tailgate opens at 530 with the gates opening at 630 if you're going. They uh, dropped off that poutine, poutine. to us. No. Uh, you're, lo- you're both losing your chance with Ryan Gosling. You know what? If he wants me to say Putin, then I don't want to be with him. <laughs> That's a turn off for me. So anyway, they brought <laughs> us this poutine and it is so good. Like it is so, so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pulled pork belongs on poutine. Yeah, I, I couldn't know. agree with that more. Yeah. yeah. And don't forget, too, they have all of their pregame deals. So you have $5 on adult beverages, three fifty hot dogs, a regular pop is three fifty. That's That's probably the most affordable prices you're going to see in the city for the rest of your life. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get down early and rapid transit takes you right to the door. So make sure you get your tickets now or win a free pair right now at 204-452-1061. First caller through is actually, you know what? I'm not going to give them the choice because Tyler played a game yesterday. Time for Jasmine to play a game today, okay? Okay, I'm going to unbusy the phone lines now and let's pick our first person that calls. What's your name on the phone? Roger. 
Okay, Roger, we're going to throw you on hold. Jasmine's going to play a game on your behalf. It's called TD or No TD. What I've taken is some audio clips from this season of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, <laughs> and we're going to run the play-by-play. It's going to stop at a certain point, Jasmine. Oh, that's so you got good. to tell me. you got to tell me if it's a touchdown or not a touchdown. That's a fun game. That's what? a really fun game. Oh, you ready? gosh. You ready, Jasmine Lane? Okay. I get to just sit back and watch. Clip number one. Go. Second and goal as the Bombers try to make Montreal pay. No TD. Go no ahead and run the clip. Second and goal as the Bombers try to make Montreal pay for that penalty. Getting away from the pressure into the end zone and a touchdown. Winnipeg, Rashid Bailey. Oh, for one. <clears throat> clip number two. Zima with the punt. Bombers getting it back in good shape to Janarian Grant. TD. Go ahead, run the clip. Zima with the punt. Bombers getting it back in good shape to Janarian Grant. Midfield. And a lot more. Janarian Grant. Touchdown, Winnipeg. Nice. Nice. Stressed. One and one. Next clip. Second and six. Polaris. Getsky. That's it? That's all you get. TD. Second and six. Polaris. Getsky. Getsky hangs on. Touchdown. Give him two. Getsky finds the end zone again. All right. You're two and one. Next clip. Touchdown or not with Jasmine Lane. Just over four minutes to play. He's going to look for end zone. TD. Just over four minutes to play. He's going to look for end zone. I'm telling you, that uh, Dalton Schoen, he is going to be Rookie of the Year this year. He is unbelievable. All so, right, can I just speed this up? And I'm going to guess that because the Bombers have had such an incredible run so far, every single one of the answers is touchdown. <laughs> uh, next clip. <laughs> Kolaris now starting inside the 30, a shot towards the end zone immediately. And is that held on to? TD. Kolaris now starting inside the 30, a shot towards the end zone immediately. And is that held on to? It is. Holy smokes. What a catch. What does that mean? Touchdown. That was a touchdown. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think this is the, uh, I think this is the last one. Go. Second and 13. Kolaris steps up into the pocket this time. Sends one down the field. Wide open. He's got a man. It's shown. Shown inside the 30. TD. Second and 13, Kolaris steps up into the pocket this time. Sends one down the field, wide open. He's got a man, it's shown. Shown inside the 30. Staying on his feet, down to the 10, towards the end zone. He's in. Touchdown and a big one late. Yeah. yeah I was on to you. Yeah, well, at the, the first one you started a little shaky out of the gate and then you caught on. Yeah, absolutely. Every time we play the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, it's going to be a touchdown because they are mm-hmm. perfect this year. So why wouldn't they be perfect on that this game? Good way to spin that. I like that. Right? Yeah, that was good. All right, that means caller one on the phone has got himself a pair of tickets to Thursday night's game against the Montreal Alouettes. Good for you. Hang on the line. We'll grab some details from you. Make sure you get down early and get that Putin. That Putin. beautiful no. Putin. 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 
Putin. Yeah. I don't know a single person that says Putin but you. It's not Putin. We're saying Putin. It sounds like Russia guy. Putin. When you say it like that. Well, maybe he was named after the... No. Uh, no. It's Putin. Poutine. Putin. It's poutine, y'all. Do you call them tacos or tacos? Are they tacos or tacos? I'm not even answering that. <laughs> that is not a serious question at all. Now we got tickets and treats to give away. Landmark Cinema's Tickets and Treats. Your chance to go see a movie at Landmark Cinema's Grant Park. A drink and some popcorn as we play The Secret Game. First caller at 204-452-1061 gets to choose between Jasmine or Tyler to go into the soundproof booth. What's your name on the phone? Sarah. Sarah, do you want Jasmine or Tyler to go into the stinky, sweaty, way-too-small soundproof booth? Uh, let's do Tyler. Okay. Tyler Carr. Tyler Carr, away you go. <laughs> Dramatic. Okay, Sarah, here's the deal. Uh, earlier, about an hour ago, actually, Tyler Carr was griping about how uh, people are don't seem to like the High Neighbor Sam statue after it's been refurbished. He drives by it every single day. He is a proud Transconian. And I told him that the High Neighbor Sam monument was built in 1968. If I asked him what year it was built, do you think he'll know it was 1968? I think so, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, Sarah, if you're right, you've got yourself Landmark Cinema's Tickets and Treats. Tyler Carr, you can remove yourself from the stinky, sweaty, way-too-small soundproof booth and come back into the regular studio. Okay, Tyler Carr, Sarah's on the phone Mm -hmm. trying to win tickets to Landmark Cinema's Tickets and Treats to Landmark Cinema's Grant Park. You were a little uh, exuberant last hour talking about your home neighborhood. Okay, that's a big word. And the High Neighbor Sam Monument, which has just been refurbished and put back up in its usual mm-hmm. place. What year was that thing built? 1968. Nice work, Tyler Carr. Yes. Very How good. How did you know that? Dave just said it. Like an hour ago. And you were listening? Yeah. <laughs> I actually said to myself, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that before. Was I not I'm glad you remembered to... that. Was well, I not no, I'm glad you remembered that. No, Sarah, Sarah had faith in you. Oh, okay. Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she, uh, she knew you were a through and through Transconian. And yeah. That the, that, you know, honestly, that should be a pop quiz. If there's any teachers out there in Transcona uh, that have a class uh, coming up in September, uh, or even with, you, even with your kids, pop quiz. Mm-hmm. What year was the High Neighbor Sand Monument built? I love that. That was like the coolest thing I heard so today. So that's why I retain that. Wow, you got. Uh, Really low standards, don't you? Yeah, well. <laughs> compared to what else we talked about today, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like that was the best part. <laughs> Sarah, hang on the line. We're going to grab all your vitals off the air. You're off to the movies at Landmark Cinema's Grant Park. This, this is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. If you've ever thought to yourself, how on earth do you people afford this stuff? Well, here's how. That's coming up in just a little bit. First, Here's some tips if you don't want to be hacked. If your password has anything to do with your pet's or children's name, there's a much higher chance somebody is going to hack your account. 47% of people who had that in their passwords have admitted to being hacked at one point or another. Experts say the best password is something beyond complicated and beyond random. You know what I've always wanted and no one's been able to explain to me why I can't have it? Why can't Backspace be part of my password like if i type in uh jasmine and then i delete back to the s and then put in min again 
why can't that be part of it? And if you don't do it in that order. Oh, I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like even even on like when you put in your pin, if it's one, two, three, four, why can't it be one, two, three, correction, three, four? Yeah. Hmm. I hear that. It would make it very sturdy, so. It, extremely. Yeah. And it would prevent, it would, I guarantee you, it would throw a huge wrench into hacking. That would be almost impossible to solve at, mm-hmm. at that point. If you feel like going through your closet and putting everything you don't want to wear anymore in a bag and donating it, it's a good time to do so. Most shelters in the city are running extremely low on clothing. They're looking for t-shirts, shorts, tank tops, jeans, hoodies, shoes, also towels and other hygiene project products are greatly appreciated. Most of them are open regular business hours throughout the week, so uh, if you have anything... Sitting in the trunk of your car, you're planning on giving it to Plato's Closet, but let's be honest, you're not going there anytime soon. Just maybe go and donate it instead. I've got a bunch of solo socks. Um, honestly, but they would probably take them. Nah, I still got you. <laughs> Gnome sock got you down, taking all the right feet. <laughs> Over 75,000 Canadians will be getting a notification regarding their uncashed CRA checks. There's currently about $1.4 billion of potentially your money, some of it dating back as far as 1998. 25,000 are going out this month, then another batch of 25,000 in November, then 25,000 more in May of 2023. Uh, you're going to be getting an e-notification if this is you. So, uh, yeah, you can also yeah. check for yourself, though, by going online. You just got to log into your CRA account and you can see if there's anything there that you actually didn't claim. That'll work out well. 24 years ago, guy was probably 60. Now he's in his 80s and you want him to log on to I know. claim his money. Yeah, that's not happening. That's the thing. I'm like, oh, e-notification, cool. But there is still a lot of people that don't use that. I don't know why they wouldn't just send letters. But save the trees, I guess. Have you ever driven past one of those big mansions, like the ones on Wellington, and thought to yourself... What do I have to do to be able to live here? How on earth do you afford this? How? Well, here's the answer. In Banff, Alberta, there was a home that was big enough to house 16 people. And uh, they got to pay that million dollar rent somehow. So they actually had 42 people sleeping inside of it. 42! And people fight with a roommate in the basement. No. Uh, (laughs) I'll be honest with you. When I, uh, I, I when I had my house in St. James, I had three roommates. I mean, I was single. I didn't have any kids. Why not? It's cheap. Fill up, yeah, fill up the rooms. Yeah, and then you're not lonely. I guess I don't know. Well, it's not even a, it's not even a matter of lonely. I mean, you talk about how do you afford these things? Yeah, that's that's how you start generating wealth. Is you know, if you don't have numerous houses or apartments or properties to rent out, you rent out your rooms and you how, can start stashing that money away. How am I supposed to steal food out of the fridge? That's my roommates. If I don't have a roommate, <laughs> you know. I had a wonderful lunch named Chad the other day. (laughs) Wow. The owners of this home, they didn't get evicted, but they had to pick 16 of their favorite people. And they were were like, you need to remove every other bed in here. You are only allowed to have 16 people. Otherwise, it's a fire hazard. Says uh, who? Like when I look at a, a real estate listing, it says four bedroom. Who's to say I don't want to make the dining room a bedroom? Yeah, now it's a five-bedroom. Totally. Who's to say I don't want to make the living room a bedroom? I can make as many... Be- if it's a room, if I yeah. put in a bed in it, it's a bedroom. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with you there. It's your house. I mean, either way, if you ever wanted to know how, get roommates. That is the solution. You guys think uh, healthcare should be free? Well, it already oh, sorry, feels sorry. like it is. More more specifically, dental care. Do you think dental care yeah. should be free? Uh-huh. I don't. I don't mind what like our, what our. Yeah, because you have benefits. Is. 
If I didn't have benefits, absolutely. Yeah. For people that don't have benefits, 100%. It should be the same for everybody. Your dental care, you get a bad infection, yeah, that can go throughout your entire body. So, mm. yeah, to me, I would say that that absolutely falls under the same umbrella. Curious to know at 204-452-1061, very informal energy poll here. You can text in or you can call in live. Should dental care be free? Because as it stands right now, that's uh, Jagmeet Singh. That's his big push. That's why he formed that coalition with the Liberals saying, all right, but I want free dental care for all Canadians. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, is that something that, that, that you want? Because my fear, and it is an actual fear, as it stands right now, I mean, I had a terrible, terrible, terrible uh, wisdom tooth. It was infected. It needed to be pulled. I managed to get in with two days. Got it yanked. All good. If it goes to the feds, you could be waiting months for that. And yeah, as you said, if you've got one of those in, 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 your, in your mouth and you mm-hmm. need it yanked, Waiting months is not an option. No. Yeah, but for some people, paying is not an option. It's a catch-22, isn't it, Tyler Carr? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of people can't afford to get that done, so then they end up just letting their teeth hurt and rot, and then they don't end up getting anything fixed. I feel terrible for saying this, but personally, I'm like, yeah, that sounds really great, and I love that, and I totally understand that I'm coming from a place where I do have benefits for that. I've been in periods of my life where I... I really couldn't pay even my share of it, though. Like, I've I've been through that struggle as well. But can we get, like, I don't know, water up north, maybe? Like, that would be cool, too. Like, I wish that there would be more focuses on some of those basic human necessities that we don't have. And, like, if more government people would start focusing on that, that would be that I would be more inclined to be for that. Yeah, I read an article. I read an article the other day saying that rainwater isn't even safe to drink anymore. Let's go to the phones here. 204-452-1061. Dental care. Should it be free? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm surprised that you're actually a um, politician from the Green Party at one point because the way that your beliefs are is very conservative. I never ran for the Green Party. Yeah, sorry. You didn't? No, I ran as an Dave, independent. you didn't? I ran as an independent. Oh, yeah. I always thought you ran for the Green Party. No. Um, but, yeah, it should be free because, um, as it stands, you, you, we, like, I work in an ICU and we get a lot of patients who get dental infections because they couldn't access that care, that mm-hmm. dental care that they required because of the cost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and yeah, and exactly. And I'm sure you've seen it firsthand, too, people where if you leave something like that waiting for too long, like, that can be very detrimental to your overall physical health, period. It can lead to sepsis and um, further uh, care and ultimately uh, mortality and death. Mm -hmm. Now, out of curiosity, just because, you know, you seem to be in the field, uh, would education about proper dental care be advantageous? Where if, you know, you took care of your teeth, you brush your teeth, make sure you're eating properly, that could, you know, negate a lot of this care that would be needed later down the road. Well, like, what that's saying, like, is eating a salad going to keep you healthy for the rest of your life? It, it plays a big contributor. It helps. But ultimately, you do need to go see your dentist uh, every six months for a cleaning. Mm-hmm. And if you don't see them that often, then, yeah, things can go bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Appreciate the call. Thank you for the call. 452-1061. Yep. 204-452-1061. You can text in as well. Just curious, just doing a very informal poll here. I think it should be free, absolutely. Well, again, when I say free, I mean, someone's going to pay for that, right? So that means yeah. taxes are likely going to go up again. Yeah. Well, I'd much rather have my tax dollars going towards that instead of funding a $100,000 in-flight voucher from our governor general when she decides to travel. No, that's not going to stop. <laughs> here, got another call here. 
Dental Thank care. You. Free? Free. Hi, good morning. Morning. Dental care. Watch out, I turn my radio off. Uh, I uh, truly think that dental free should be basic hygiene. Mm-hmm. So what we should do is uh, look after your teeth, but should it be free? Absolutely. should be part of a minimum health care, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the country like Canada, we can afford that, even though I am absolutely not an NDP, neither do I actually vouch for their uh, agenda. I just think that this is a basic health necessity because if you have bad teeth, you actually have bad nutrition, you have possibly, like, you know what, one of the things if you have bad teeth, you can't chew your steak. That's the number one thing. But, you know, people who have no bad, who have bad teeth, are they going to have steak? No, but also, like, you know, you can't break down the food normally. So I think, you know what, it is it's a normal health. It's a normal human being uh, uh, health. And it's 2022. I mean, like, uh, you said earlier that uh, should we have uh, somebody that uh, teaches them, teaches people how to uh, clean their teeth and maintain their teeth, it's 2022 again. I mean, like, should if you don't know by now how to look after your teeth, uh, you have a different problem. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I disagree with you. The only part I didn't like is when you say Canada can afford it. I mean, we're 2.8 billion dollars in debt right now. So, I know when it comes to affordability, like Jasmine said, there's probably maybe other things that we could focus on right now. But well, I, 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 I hang on like for a second. Yeah, why are we in the bad debt again? <laughs> it's just bad leadership. It's not because <laughs> yeah. we actually like if we actually manage the money properly. No, we should have a surplus. We did okay. have surplus before the conservative government. I uh, go back to uh, to uh, even like eight years ago. Uh, we were very healthy financially. We're very healthy, and I think still we are very healthy. Even though with the deficit that that big, we still can manage to overcome it. However, can we do? Uh, can we afford healthcare? Yes, we can. There's actually a lot of people who uh, who do need the healthcare, but should it be for for free? Well, maybe you should subsidize them. You know, figure out the number. You know, crunch up the numbers, and then just do. You know, do a public, uh, you know, budgeting and forecasting and just crunch the numbers and say, hey, listen, you know what? If you're in welfare, well, you know what? We'll cover 100%. But if you are a full working person, uh, that's your minimum wage is, uh, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a year. Well, we'll cover up to 60%. And you know what? I think that's just a fair game. It's just playing the numbers. Uh, can yeah, we afford really, it? Absolutely, we can. Uh, you know what? Really that means you, you got to keep in mind that now we're creating more jobs in the dentistry world. Uh, world is uh, that money comes back into the economy full cycle. So really and truly, free is not free. Uh, it does a lot of good things in the economy. It's a full cycle. I appreciate the phone call. And why should we have to crunch numbers? But Thank to you. balance themselves. That's mm. what they do. Do we have time for one more call? <laughs> Absolutely, one more. Go ahead. We're going to stop with this free healthcare. Yeah. And free dental. If we haven't learned anything from CERB, nothing is free. We are all paying. We are grossly overdocked. Mm-hmm. I believe it should be private health care, where, yeah. where you go in and go see the doctor, you pay for it. Too many people are burping and farting at the same time and going to the doctor. That's why the yeah. doctors are nothing but pill pushers right now in Canada. It's horrible. Yeah, you're not alone, man. You're not alone. A lot of people share your opinion. <clears throat> I will uh, say w- uh, with that, though, like, oh, yeah, okay, so if you... Ha- is. is th- 
Would the solution there be if you made between a certain income? Okay, you have privatized health, but health. But let's keep in mind and like try not to be selfishly thinking about it. There are plenty of people that are not in a position where they can afford something like that. So then, do we have an option for them where it's subsidized or it's covered? And then for other groups of people that that do make an income that they would pay for it. Like I, I just think to blanket it is too black and white. Of it should be. Private healthcare. Not everybody can afford that, and those are human beings that need to be taken care of, and they need help. And we're all in. We're all a team. We're all on this earth yeah. together. And, and, we- and, and I, I hear you loud and clear, Jasmine Lane. Unfortunately, the statistics will show this more often than not. It takes away the incentive of working harder, and people are just like, great, live for free. And Serb kind of proved that, like the guy was saying. Yeah. It's like, why would I work? I'm getting all this stuff for free. This is awesome. Just keep giving me the money, giving me the money. And a lot of people take advantage of that system. So that's, again, you know, there's a lot of different sides of this, and it's not just as easy as let's take care of those who need it. So, anyways, your comments are always yeah. welcome on the loud line at 204-478-8040. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the Morning is broadcasting on Treaty One land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Metis Nation.